Columbus is at an interesting start as well. Their, their record's about the same as ours. It's going to be a tough game, but we're looking to go in and get all three points as, as we always do on the road. It makes me more comfortable and less comfortable at the same time. I'm starting to get the hang of when I should go and when I shouldn't go, but there's always that, uh, that apprehension that uh, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing going up there. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rapids Podcast. Here alongside Rapids play-by-play man Richard Fleming, I'm Rapids Director of Media Relations David Lindholm. We're recording here in one of the suites overlooking a perfectly green pitch at Dick's Sporting Goods Park for another week of the Rapids Podcast. Yes, and we've got some decent guests coming up this week. There's quite a few to come over the next few minutes, including uh, the less serious side, just to give you an idea of uh, sometimes how difficult it is to get interviews from players uh, uh, whilst keeping a straight face. We'll hear from uh, Drew Moore, we'll hear from Dylan Powers, and we've also uh, just got a reaction from Wilma Cabrera and Deshaun Brown following the reserves game midweek against Vancouver Whitecaps. All of that to come in the next few minutes. But first, we'll start off with Brian Mullen, who's obviously been adjusting to a new position this year, playing some left back and more recently shifting over to right back. We asked him about some of the difficulties he's had adjusting to that new role on the field. It's been a little difficult. Uh, I feel like uh, my play's been been fluctuating a little, and uh, and I'm not a very vocal leader, so uh, so I lead by example, and that's 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 been a little tough this year, but. Uh, every game get a get a little more comfortable and uh made able to do a little better with the exception of last game do you feel like you're learning a lot in those in that position and at, at defender uh yeah yeah um picking it up quicker and quicker now uh the little intricacies of the position and uh uh yeah it's 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 been fun it seems like coach Bray is really asking you to do a lot of attacking as well so is that does that make you more comfortable being able to run down the line get those crosses in it makes me more comfortable and less comfortable at the same time. I'm starting to get the hang of when I should go and when I shouldn't go. But uh, but there's always that uh, that apprehension that uh, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing going up there. You've had some success against Columbus in the past. I, I remember that goal that you drove in from about 20, 25 yards into the top corner. Are you looking for a re- at least 75? You looking for a re- repeat performance of that this weekend? Uh, you know, I would love that, but uh, I, I that's probably a one-time thing, especially for me. So that's Brian Mullen talking a little bit about this weekend's opponent, Columbus, and his goal from a couple seasons ago where he drilled it into the top corner. Too bad it doesn't seem like he thinks we'll be seeing that again this weekend. And what is incredible about Brian, he just seems to be very uh, self-critical and also a humble guy for somebody who's won so many championship uh, rings as, as Brian. He's somebody that, that, that focuses on his game, looks at his weaknesses, and knows that he's in a position this season where he needs to work at it and learn And even at his uh, fair age, he's never uh, too proud to admit that there are still elements of this great game that he's still still learning. I I always like talking to him, and I want to get more insight into his psyche, which is why I actually talked to Drew Moore about him. I I always wonder about Brian Mullen, and he works so hard, he dedicates himself so much to it, and I I thought Drew would be able to give me some good perspective on on Brian and his personality and his adjustment and all that stuff. Well, he did, (laughs) but as you'll hear, it took a few goes. This is uh, David trying, the first attempt, trying to speak to Drew Moore about Brian Mullen. Have a listen. So there have been a lot of changes along the back line this season, but one of the constants has been Brian Mullen. How, how much has that leadership that he brings, whether it's vocal or just by example, how important has that been? And also, uh, how much have you been sort of coaching him on learning a new position? I'm sorry, who's Brian Mullen? <laughs> He's uh, the guy that lines up to your right. Never heard of him. <laughs> He's been in MLS for about 15 years? I've, 
Maybe I've been under a rock. I don't know. <laughs> it's less than that. It's less than 15 now. I feel like he's going to be mad at me for saying older, he's older than he actually is. Uh, I've never heard so, of this guy. <laughs> Drew, what's that? <laughs> so there is Drew Moore, I think in his own words, goofing around with David earlier in the week. We will have, um, we hope to have the video online on the website, coloradorapids.com, so you can just see the twinkle in Drew Moore's eye. And I just love, David, the way that you had that Long question at the beginning, and your tone of voice, you had no idea that Drew was going to flat bat you every single time. Three or four attempts at getting, extracting information, and, and Drew Moore was, was not, on that occasion, playing ball. But you did manage to speak to Drew Moore on a more serious level, and he, he gave you some good answers. Yeah, after about 20 minutes, he calmed down, and we were able to get some serious responses out of Drew. Uh, I've asked him a bit about some of the changes that have happened along that back line, both in front of him with those defensive midfielders, behind him with the goalkeepers, and, and alongside him. You know, to be honest, I don't think I've had to adapt at all. Um, you know, there has been some changes. You know, some young, kid, young kids coming in that have done fantastic, you know. And, you know, I try to be as vocal as I can back there, no matter who's playing, whether it's Marvell, whether it's Shane, Chris Clute, Brian Mullen. Uh, you know, Anthony Wallace is, is working his way back in. And, and I'm, sh- I'm sure there's some guys I've left out there. Clint Irwin's been fantastic in goal for us. But, you know, I think my role's pretty much stay the same, keep things organized you know provide good cover and win my individual duels and i think as long as and everybody knows this as long as everybody takes care of uh, of their job uh, then you know for the most part everything else will fall into place you talk about brian mullen he's a guy that's been in the league a long time he's won five championships but he's in a new position how much have you guys talked about working together along that back line yeah brian and i are constantly talking especially during games which is important but he's such a smart player you know he's he's been around for a while and he and i, I think one theme in his career is he, he's always on the right side whether it's in the attacking half but he's shown over the course of his career you know you know at least especially since I've been in the league uh he works the defensive side of the ball extremely well so although it's a very different position than right midfield doesn't seem like it would be it is you know I think his transition there has been great um mainly because he's got an engine and, and he'll put uh everything he's got into it as long as he's on the field and that goes a long way as an outside back and just having him on the field good things happen for you Finally, Columbus this weekend, they've been having a decent start to their season. What are you expecting from this game? What have you seen from them in the past? Yeah, I think Columbus is at an interesting start as well. Their, their record's about the same as ours. You know, I think they're on as many points as we are. Um, they're a dangerous team, especially at home. Uh, you know, I, I think they had a tough result this last weekend at home. But, the, you know, uh, Dominic Oduro is somebody you always have to keep an eye on. Um, Higuain is a good player, so we don't want to give away too many set pieces and, and free kicks. Uh, but they're a hardworking team. They have been for the past five, six years. You know, they, they grind wins out. Um, they make it difficult to play against them. And um, it's going to be it's going to be a tough game, but we're looking to go in and get all three points as, as we always do on the road. You talk about them being a dangerous team. Are you referring specifically to the fire in their scoreboard, or were you talking about something else? Yeah, I don't know what that was. About. Whatever it was, though, it you know they ended up winning that game three zero. So I'm you know I'm going to take a big pail of water out there just in <laughs> case something like that does happen. So there is Drew Moore, second attempt talking uh, to you, David. And just just give us um, for those that are not aware that that reference he made about the the fire within the the, the scorebox at Columbus. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, Columbus had a home game, and before the game, uh, their scoreboard actually caught on fire. Uh, nobody got hurt, which is why we're joking about it. It was not that serious. They put it out. They played the game as scheduled, albeit a little late. But it's something that I think that that some people around the league got a good laugh at, even if Columbus probably wasn't wasn't as humorous about it. So if I make reference this weekend in the uh, the play-by-play of uh, the Rapids being on fire we may just have to have a 
a second look just to make sure that it is they're red hot and they're in form and they're not literally on fire. That, that might be a bit too many puns for one for one match. We'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on it. Um, one Rapids player who has been I don't want to say on fire now, but I'm going to say he's been playing well all season and he started every game for the Rapids so far is Dylan Powers. Uh, he's coming into his first professional season playing pretty well and and doing hard work having to adjust to again all those changes in the lineup he's had Pablo Mastroeni and Henry Thomas alongside him now those guys are both both out though Pablo is returning from injury it's Nathan Sturgis um, and we wanted to talk to him about how things have been going in this first year for him and uh, and what he what he was expecting from this first professional season you don't really know what to expect coming in it's crazy process and you know I'm still kind of adjusting to the whole lifestyle and but you know I'm fortunate for the opportunity I'm just trying to make most of it you talk about adjusting what are the biggest differences between the college game and now your first season in the pros you know obviously the the pace is faster but you know your teammates demand a lot more from you and uh you know you feel a lot of pressure to get a result is there a difference in training day in day out I mean is the the level in training different is it um how about the sort of the daily routine yeah, I mean, you really have to be a pro about it every day. I mean, that's what we are, professionals. But, you know, in college you can get away with certain things. Um, but here, you know, you have to bring it every day 100% to practice, um, uh, fighting for a spot and, and trying to push things to get the team going. Columbus is one of the cities that's closest to where you went to college. Are you going to have some college friends, some some people coming to the game, or is it too far? No, I think I'll have a few. I think it's, you know, it's not that close, but I think there's a couple guys from the area that will be there. What have you seen from Columbus this season? How, how well do you know them, and what are you expecting from the game on Saturday? Uh, I've just seen you know the highlights from their games. It seems like they're uh, a tough team to play against, especially uh, we're playing them away. Um, so I think we're going to have to bring everything we have. There's Dylan Powers, and we will talk about uh, more about Columbus crew this coming weekend. But what has impressed me with, uh, with Dylan Powers is that their responsibility, and you touched upon it leading in, into that interview, and the fact that at the start of the season, he wasn't guaranteed minutes. He wasn't guaranteed a starting place. But when he was playing, he had Hendry Thomas or Pablo Mastroeni alongside him. So a very experienced guy. So he was learning from those characters. He was building his play. He was building his minutes, knowing that he's got a voice and an experienced player alongside him to guide him. That's not the case anymore. And there's a real responsibility that has now fallen on the shoulders of Dylan Powers and Nathan Sturgis. Martin is just coming back from from a long injury. Uh, Dylan has been one of the mainstays. So for a young lad, um, he he really has been thrown in at the deep end and he he has come to the surface and swimming perfectly. And it's interesting, Coach Breha has some options now in in that midfield uh, with some guys coming back from injury. You mentioned Martin Rivero. Pablo Mastroeni played 74 minutes against the Vancouver Whitecaps reserves in a game on Tuesday afternoon at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. So I think there's some... There's some options there, and it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Coach Pereja ends up deciding to, to go with in the midfield this weekend and, and over the next few weeks while, while Henry Thomas is still injured. Well, we were both watching that uh, reserve game against Vancouver Whitecaps on Tuesday, and what took me by surprise was how strong that starting eleven for the Rapids was. For, for those that didn't get along, and I know that those that did get along, those fans were, were amazed and were really, really thrilled 
it, it was free to watch, and you're watching the likes of Kevin Harbottle, Pablo Mastroeni, uh, Martin Rivero, Deshaun Brown, Edson Buddle, all in that starting 11. It was a very, very strong side against Vancouver. Yeah, we looked at that starting 11 and almost thought that if you had looked at it before the season, you might confuse it for a first-choice 11 from the Rapids. The, the center backs were relatively inexperienced with Corey Kindle and Brenton Griffiths, but other, otherwise on the field you had a lot of MLS experience, guys who'd played in the league a long time, guys who'd played abroad and, and made their mark in, in other leagues in South America, and, and it, was an impressive, it was an impressive group that played against Vancouver. Unfortunately, they didn't come out with the result. They lost 2-1 to, to the Whitecaps, but uh, Wilmer Cabrera talked to us a little bit about what he was looking for from that team, what he wanted from, from that performance. He's obviously one of our assistant coaches and the guy who's in charge of that reserve team for those games. Basically, uh... The idea was to give the professional players that they've been injured and out of shape because obviously they've been absent from practices and uh, game feed just to give them the chance to, to go on the field, to touch the ball and to play in this type of games. How important is it for Pablo Mastroeni to get 75 minutes and Deshorn to get 90 and Martin to get 90? Fantastic. It's really important. Uh, Pablo, you know, 75 minutes playing very well and giving the right information. And especially for him to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm more ready to, to step on the field. Uh, Martin, obviously, you know, six months out because since he finished the, the, the season last year, he hasn't, he hasn't played 90 minutes. So that's really important. And last question, just how do you balance wanting to get a result against wanting to get minutes for guys and experience for guys how important is the result in a game like this versus the experience for these players everything that we do has to be how to prepare the players for the first team we cannot think about winning the reserve and then we don't prepare the first team uh, so right now the focus on everything that we do like that I do as a as a responsible for the reserve is talking with Oscar and see what the first team needs what the players uh, what is the their need so in in that aspect that's the priority So that's Rapids assistant coach Wilmer Cabrera, who's in charge of the Rapids reserves, talking to us a little bit about what he hopes to get out of these games. Uh, It was good timing for the Rapids to play one of of these reserve matches in the few days leading up to this weekend's match against Columbus because it allowed the Rapids to get some guys who've been out for a while due to injury back on the field. Pablo Mastroeni played 75 minutes. Edson Buttle played 60 minutes. Kevin Harbottle and Deshaun Brown both played the full 90. We talked to Deshaun Brown after that match just about how it felt for him to get back on the field after being out for a few weeks due to injury. Well, it's a great feeling. I've been cheating it in the, in the training, training room and stuff, so I mean, it's great to be back on the field and playing 90 minutes. Uh, I mean, I just got to get some fitness in and got to go for it, you know. How did you feel in terms of fitness? I mean, I feel pretty well, you know. I didn't expect to feel that great that I am because so, I was out actually for two weeks not doing any contact work with any of the players and stuff. So I feel pretty well coming in and playing 90 minutes. Uh, I think I had a good game, to be honest, and uh, I just got to keep going forward. It's a little warmer these days. Are you are you more at home in this kind of weather than, than what we've had in Colorado so far this year? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like now it feels just like home, you know, and uh, that's what I like, to be honest. <laughs> so uh, I'll, go, I'll push more harder and go go harder and stuff like that because uh, I'm not familiar with the cold and stuff, so I feel very good once it's warm, you know. Before you, you were injured, you were playing al- alongside Edson Buttle up top in the first team. Was it important or was it helpful for for you to get some minutes along him alongside him in this game? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was, he was pretty good, you know. I, I like playing with him, especially. He's a veteran in the team and uh, in the league itself. So, I mean, I just like playing with him. He always 
teach me to do the right thing, you know. And he always tried to correct me if I do something wrong. And I always listen to him because he's a great player, you know. So I always follow his footsteps. So to Sean Brown talking of his uh, partnership, certainly the one that seemed to be blossoming until they both fell foul of injury a few weeks back with Edson Buddle. And that's the thing, we, again, we've, we've already sort of made mention of now players are becoming or coming back into some sort of form, coming back from injury. He's giving options and some great options and some great competition for the Rapids. It's exciting to see. You've got all these attacking options, like you said, Atiba Harris, Danny Mwanga, Kevin Harbottle playing the full 90 minutes to Sean Brown, Edson Buttle. Uh, and so the Rapids have st- uh, struggled to score goals, but they've got they've got personnel who can do it, and it's going to be interesting to see if any of those guys steps up and sort of manages to find the net a few times over the next couple months. Well, we, of course, will be calling the game, myself and Marcelo Balboa, on altitude this coming Saturday. Pre-game starts at 5 o'clock. Kick-off uh, at Cruz Stadium is at 5.30. All right, that's it for us and another edition of the Rapids podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in a week.